Hello, welcome to another episode of Cafe 21. I'm your host, Clara Marquard, and in the hot seat today, we have a very interesting person. Our guest today is a therapist and trainer, professional in women's sports and health, with an extensive experience with professional athletes. She was the women's health coach for two years at Chelsea Football Club and their sport physical therapist for seven years. Today, she's the founder of Connecting Performance, which focus is neuroscience-based coaching with brain-body-based therapy and works with human in the superhuman division, which is an entity that provides revolutionary technology to improve people's health. So I can't wait to listen and learn from her. And without further ado, I'm pleased to welcome Eva Woods. How are you, Eva? I'm good. How are you, Clara? I'm brilliant. Thank you. So the drill is three questions, three answers. Are you ready? I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> Great. So um, the first question is, if you could tell us um, about your career path. And I ended up um, kind of going into, starting anyway, in this sports physical therapy world. Um, and I was lucky enough to work with various professional athletes um, from some um, um, English Institute of Sports, endurance athletes, um, with rugby teams, field hockey, and um, various other different sports like rowing as well, um, before going into women's football, um, which was in 2012 with Chelsea uh, football too. Wow. And um, from there, I guess, while I was kind of working more in the physical therapy um, side with the medical team, um, what I begin, began to notice, I think what we all did was, you know, when you've got that athlete um, on the treatment table, you know, it isn't just about the physical injury, but also a little bit of a mental injury. And you know, for some of them, um, it was really interesting to see how the return to play um, was for them, you know, while the injury might be physically fit and ready to return to play, that um, maybe mentally or definitely from their brain from the trauma of an injury hadn't yet healed. And obviously, because I always say this, first and foremost, that athletes are humans. And, you know, it is only natural that a human will experience mental, physical and emotional states throughout their years of life and definitely through their sports. And I think it was just really important to respect and honor their space mentally as well as physically and um, being able to support them where they are at as a human, first and foremost, um, and then you know, the, their athlete is the job of what they do, but not who they are. So I think it was definitely important to put things in place to help support and nurture them. And from that, it kind of led me to um, a therapy called Brain Spotting, which is a brain-based therapy created by founder, Dr. David Grand. And that looks at, um, his whole concept was where you look affects how you feel. So he developed it when he was working with an Olympic ice skater. She was having trouble doing um, the triple loop. And he just noticed that her eyes would go to a certain place. So we'll just say it was like maybe the far right. And before he was working doing EMDR with her, and he just kind of noticed that she had this uh, brain spot that would be 
at a certain point when she was struggling around this triple loop and talking about it. And it ended up that she had a childhood trauma attached to this brain spot. And he ended up kind of working and processing through that brain spot using his brain spotting technique and um, also bilateral sound. So tapping into the right and left hemisphere of the brain. And he was able to basically kind of bypass the neocortex, go into the subcortex where we held fears, memories, and different traumas and emotions, and was able to process it to a point that the next day she was able to do the triple loop. Question: So, um, how uh, how advancements in technology have helped or can help uh, in the sport performances? And yeah, for I think you know for the female athlete field, I think we have to from a technology aspect is definitely create more awareness and educational platforms, at least online for the moment, whether it's through these apps, like um, the Fit Our Woman um, app is great because it's all um, science evidence-based, so it's very educational. Um, and you also learn to track your own menstrual cycle and be empowered with information as, you know, and you don't have to be just a, a professional female athlete to use it. Like, Anyone can use this completely free. So that's one area that's I think is really good. Um, because you literally have that information on your phone. From um definitely from going up a higher level, I think creating educational programs online that we can bring into schools, because you know, I think it's really important that um young female athletes are able to be able to maintain and sustain the sport that they love and enjoy and not feel, you know, that they have to kind of quit or, you know, it's it, it's a it's a really tricky time and challenging during those like young teenager puberty years. And I think if we can give them the tools that they can learn about how their body is kind of thinking, balancing, operating and how they can support it, you know, then there'll be less likely of a dropout. There is quite a high numbers and um, significant dropout from sports from females because of um, probably not just having that education awareness. I think that's one part. And then to go up another level, I think there's definitely very um, new innovative um, projects that are out there from a technical aspect that can really help. I know um, one is definitely a mouth guard that is being um, developed that can help um, detect whether head um, movement or concussion. So that's really going to be significant for, again, for your female athlete, because um, women uh, actually present with higher cases of concussion compared to men. And it also takes them longer to recover and actually can maybe impact, again, their menstrual cycles. So from a hormonal um, element as well. So I think that's really um, that will be really significant. I think definitely um, if we can put more baseline structures in place mm-hmm. uh, for not just the female athlete, but also the male athlete. So um, obviously they do cardiac um, screening. So I think it'd be really great if we can also get um, profiling on the how your brain, where your brain is at. Mm-hmm. So um, there is various different types of brain mapping out there and we call it QEEG. So this is something that is 
um, being developed already at Human and Superhuman and with um, Peak Brain, which is a company based in LA that do um, brain mapping and neurofeedback. Mm -hmm. And what brain mapping really is, it is an evidence-based foundation of neurofeedback training. And it basically helps us get a screenshot of your brain and mm -hmm. then design a protocol specific tailored to your unique needs and desired outcomes. So imagine that um, I'm just taking a recording of your brain waves and we're getting a visual map of your own brain and its activity. And that allows us just to detect like speed, power, distribution, connectivity patterns, and how your brain changes state. So I think what would be really amazing that we can get that in as a preventative measure already. So depending on the sports, um, but definitely when it is in that preseason of any sport, that we would go in, get a brain mapping done, so get that baseline score, visual map of that athlete. If there is any um, head brain injury, mild, um, even from a mild aspect, or there is concussion depending on the sports, that we can go back, remap that athlete, and then have a comparison of their brain compared to their first time they had their brain map done. Wow. Um, so the last question is, you worked with professional athletes, as you said, and um, which, I mean, they are always looking to get an edge, pushing the limits of human performance. So the question is how we can learn from athletes to help the health of everyone. Yeah, I think this is a great, a great question. And I'm <laughs> going to give a very non-scientific answer to this. Um, because I think it is really important I, like again as I mentioned at the beginning you know anything in any of us that we do in our work on our professional care it's what we do but not who we are so who we are is that human and and the self and I think we first need to just come back and identify with our self and what are our needs and what do we need to help um, first of all have a state of health, uh, wellness, and what are our goals to optimize our own performance in life? So whether you are um, that um, CEO, whether you're the um, professional athlete, whether you are also maybe the, you know, I think a big crucial part is also like um, a professional manager of a team yeah. or a coach, you know, you also even sometimes have to be 10 times um, ahead of your athletes that you are coaching or managing because you have to be able to be switched on before they are even switched on to be able to deliver the best version of coaching to them. And, you know, I think as well, what we've all learned from COVID is well that, you know, health is really a you know, so important and we've got to prioritize that. And I think that's why I come back to just about the self of, Sometimes that self-reflection of what is what part of my health is important to me and what am I willing to invest in it and what are my non-negotiables. So if you know that you need something like sleep to help optimize your performance the next day, and that could be, you know, doing simple, you know, tasks of just making sure you feel fresh enough to go 
to get up in the morning so that you can go and do whatever your daily routine is, your daily morning. And this can be as well for, you know, whether you are as well um, someone that's juggling multiple roles and multiple roles, you could be a parent, a mother, a father, also have to be in that role. You also have to be a role then in a different, in your own professional career um, to maybe manage others or to help lead others. Or you could be someone that, you know, has to support um, a team or be a team member. And I think it's just, again, that self-reflection. What do I, first of all, need to allow me to have that high performance and peak performance? And I think, you know, sleep is really underrated, but so valuable. It is, we will always say this um, to the athlete that when we are doing anything around recovery or active recovery, sleep is the foundation. If we imagine a pyramid, sleep is always the first one in that foundation layer. There's nothing that goes before it or after sleep it starts with sleep so getting you know if you know that you perform better you're also your brain starts to um feel that it has that restorative um nature after good sleep then create like a good sleep routine like go to bed at a certain time get up at a certain time if you know that like certain devices keep you alerted or as well the brain switch on you know maybe Put that in place that you turn your phone off or put it in a different room or put it at least on um, air mode. So I think if there's definitely um, what would support your sleep, whether it's certain supplements specific again to you, because everyone's completely different, um, making sure that you have a good sleep setup and routine. And then looking at um, hydration and nutrition, are these resources that you know help support you again to perform and help you get the most out of the day and look nothing is completely um you know peak performance isn't about perfection there's no such thing as something just being linear and always golden shine it's always going to be that wave and i think you know that is part of life and evolution and i think we've all seen it as well there's a lot of stuff that we can't predict that's going to happen but i think we can have that come back to ourselves and go what are first of all our needs and what are the non-negotiables? What is valuable to me in my health and wellness? And putting that in place. But as humans, what's amazing is we're all resourceful, we're all resilient. The brain is brilliant like that way. There's a, a concept called neuroplasticity, which is basically uh, firing and wiring the neurons that are already there and present. So we can rewire the neurons, those neural pathways, not create new ones, but definitely rewire them so that we can be like, Joe, plan A didn't work, but don't worry. Plan B, I can do this now to help support my health, well-being, and peak performance. And it's knowing that um, you don't have to ever quit. It might be just reset, realign, and be ready to go again in a, in a new way that works for you. Yeah. Well, amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, Eva, for sitting in the hot seat today. Uh, we wish you all the best. Uh, from SDGC and um, well, thank you so much, it was amazing. Thank you so much for today, Tara, really appreciate it and look forward to catching up with you all soon. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Cafe 21. You can catch the visuals to the Hot Seat Collection on our YouTube or on our IGTV page at SDGC 2021. And tickets for our live conference are now live on Ticketmaster. Check out our website, sportsdeglobalconference.com for more information. See you there.